Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball time, turn on the fan. JD's coming on, he's a baseball man. I gotta get the scoop before I drive home from the kid from Queens calling Arlington home. Car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh El Camino, it's Thad Levine. He rolls down his window and he started to say, it's all about making that kick-ass trade. Joining us now, oh, that's right, I have to wait. Hold on. You don't have to. Car. I need to. Kevin, here's the important yeah, part. The John Daniels Show right. is brought to you by Evan Williams Bourbon and BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Yeah. Now it's Woo. time. Joining us on the Benin Skin Show, the GM of the Texas Rangers, the great John Daniels. How you doing, JD? I'm good, guys. How are you? And thanks for not commenting on the well-oiled machine that this bad boy mm-hmm. is. Appreciate it. Uh, hey, it. lots to get into with you, obviously, as we uh, fast forward to the trade deadline. Uh, I don't I don't want to presume anything, but is it safe to say that with the current slide your team is on as you near the trade deadline that you guys are officially sellers? I still kind of view it similarly where, you know, there's no like, there's no need to like pen ourselves into only one thing. So, I mean, listen, the standings do affect things somewhat overall, but, you know, big picture, I think we had an idea of kind of where we were, uh, of where we are, what we want to accomplish, um, you know, to the degree that we were looking at, at any sort of rentals, which really wasn't a lot to begin with, but we did look into it some, we probably backed off that a little bit, but, other than that, we're open still to, you know, if there are guys who can be here beyond this year, we're still having clubs, club conversations about trying to acquire guys. And, you know, we're also having calls about, you know, our own guys, which is, you know, never fun. But if, if there are like good baseball trades where, you know, we get more value going forward, uh, we got to consider that too. But just as you sort through all these things, you know, in most sports and every franchise has what they would call quote-unquote cornerstones, right? Hey, these are the guys that we feel really good about. Do you guys, I was reading an article this morning, J.D., about what's gone on really throughout the month of July, and a lot of the guys that I thought would be cornerstones are having struggles. That doesn't mean that, you know, that's what they are, but that's what's happening currently. Do you guys have in your mind who you feel like are the quote-unquote cornerstones, and if so, who are those guys? You know, it's hard to – it's not hard. It, it would be easy to kind of name names. I think it's a struggle there just because if you leave somebody off, it becomes a, you know, story and, and this and that. And I'd much rather just tell our players, you know, with Woody and, like, have conversations directly with how we feel about them. Um, you know, so I, I do think that we've had a number of guys that have, have played well. They're going to be here beyond this year. We view that way. Uh, you know, Joey probably chief amongst them. Now, beyond that, I'd rather not uh, name names because then it's who you leave out that becomes a story. Right. Sure, sure. Moving forward, do you feel, you know, it's, it's an interesting point in franchise history because, uh, you know, you guys were one of the best teams in all of baseball for a decade and obviously going through the rebuild process and hopefully uh, start turning that around as it have you guys already already have started turning that around, but you move into a new stadium and you're you're ready to go. 
when you look at your organization, do you feel better about the future of your organization from a pitching standpoint or from a hitting standpoint? Um, you know, this summer we've added a number of hitters. Uh, I think before that, you know, I felt better about the, the depth of pitching in the organization than I did position player wise. And this summer, between the international crew, uh, not just the guy that we're signing this year, but also you guys that are getting over to the states to kind of like Basabe and some other guys that are coming over and, and playing. The guys from last year's trades, like Apostle, and they're getting out and playing, and then drafting Young and Wenzel and, and these guys. So, um, you know, I, I think that uh, uh, I would have said before this summer, I would have said definitely like pitching wise, we, we had more numbers, even despite some of the injuries. That long term, with guys like really good arms that we believe are going to come up here, I think that's balanced out a little bit with with what we've done on the amateur side this summer. Talking to John Daniels here on the Ben and Skin Show, one hundred five three, the Fan. Um, also, as you're sitting here making these decisions at a critical juncture, do you guys have a good feel for the pitchers that are at the AA or AAA level that you feel like really are going to compete for uh, the starting rotation next year? Or is there still a long way to go on that before you even get to next March? There's definitely some, some time. And unfortunately, we had uh, you know a couple guys miss significant time uh, that are actually back now. You know, Brock Burke, um, who... In spring training, I, you know, I would have thought had a reasonable chance of being in the big leagues by kind of mid-year, and then unfortunately he had the blister and, and a little shoulder deal that, that thankfully turned out to be not not much. Uh, but he missed a couple months. He's back now pitching, and I could still see him, you know, factor in by the end of the year and then being a consideration for, for innings next year. Um, Palumbo, you know, has has been good. He's shown flashes when he's up here and kind of a freak deal. He was actually supposed to start for us today. And then, um, you know, he kind of, it wasn't even rolling his ankle, but it kind of bothered him pushing off down the slope. So, so he's, he needs uh, probably a week or two before he's, you know, consideration again for us uh, in August. But I think Joe's had a really good year and he's in a good position going forward. Um, You know, Taylor Hearn got hurt. He's a guy that, you know, he got hurt when we called him up, but definitely thought he could help us here this year. Still think he could help us next year. Uh, Tyler Phillips, um, who started the year in A-ball, um, and now we're kind of adding a slider, which I think his pitch is really going to help him, or he's adding a slider with our help. Uh, I could see him you know, late next year having an opportunity. You know, Jonathan Hernandez, one guy that um, had kind of an up-and-down season in double-A. Uh, he's been healthy, but the results have, have been mixed. I think you know he's a, it's a discussion as far as his long-term role. You know, is he a starter? Is he a reliever? But he's a good arm that, that certainly could factor in. So armchair GMing, uh, it's easy to look at things and, and uh, ourselves or Ranger fans come up with a blueprint. And you can look at Ronald Guzman over the last four, uh, 30 days. He, he's hitting 143. And you can look at kind of a crowded outfield at times and lots of options out there. And you can say, okay, just pop Joey Gallo back at first base and, and be done with it. Why is that something that you guys wouldn't necessarily consider? Well, I, I think there's two separate topics, right? So one is is uh, Joey going to first base, and that is one that you know I just don't think it's his best position. We don't think it's it's uh, like long term. I think he'd be like a really plus outfielder. I think he's an asset out there, um, and we'd rather like I'd rather keep him out there where it's, it's easier to find a first baseman if that's what we need to do going forward. But Joey. He's so athletic. He's got the great arm and just feels kind of wasted with his abilities over at first base. 
with uh, and, and I think he prefers the outfield than than the infield. Um, and then on Ronald, I think you know we've given him a, a run here. Um, you know we're giving him an opportunity. He's been very good defensively. He's like a clear plus over there. I think he's helped our pitching staff and our defense. He struggled you know pretty badly here over the last few weeks offensively, and um, you know he's working on some things. There's not a an unlimited period of time, but right now we're still giving him a chance to work through that. John, is there pressure? to be better next year outside of normal pressure. Every team wants to get better every year, but not every year do you go into a new stadium, new ballpark. How does that impact, if at all, the plans for team building and how to get better with the speed with which you need to get better? Yeah, it's, it's a topic of conversation. I talked to Ray Davis about that uh, a week or so ago, just kind of get his his thoughts and, and from, a, from that standpoint. And, you know, opening up a new facility, which is you know going to be tremendous, and but you don't want the you don't want the ballpark to be the only you know you don't want people to be coming out for the novelty of the park. But that's going to be awesome, and I think that'll add to the experience. But ultimately, like the you know people come to see the team on the field. You know, they come to see a winning product, and um, you know, uh, uh, last year wasn't fun. Uh, you know, seventeen was kind of mixed. We were in it, but not really like full fledged the whole year. Last year sucked. Uh, and you know, and this year, you know, really fun first half, and, and we've hit a, a tough skid here. So, definitely want to turn that around next year, and, and uh, that'll be you know part of our emphasis over the winter. This is kind of a companion question to that. So, you mentioned the first half of the year, and it has been a blast. But obviously, July feels different than June. So, sure. if the remainder of this year is more like July than it is like June. Does that change the way you guys approach the offseason from a free agency standpoint and trying to figure out when is the right time to push everything into the middle? Um, I mean, it would, it'll have some impact. I, I, I don't foresee it playing out that way. I mean, I, I've always been concerned on our, our starting or just our pitching depth in general. Uh, you know, and our guys did a great job for the first few months, and you know, we've, we've sprung some leaks here more recently. Uh, but I, I don't see us doing anything free agency wise just to respond to, you know, a, a rough stretch. And I think if, if it's the right fit, you know, we'll certainly go out there as we did with Mikey last last year, Lance this year. Uh, and we're, you know, we're not opposed to, to kind of venturing into, you know, a little bit deeper water too with some of the uh, better free agents that could theoretically come available. But um, you know, it, it'll be based on what we think is best for the team and not in reaction to any sort of stretch, whether it's positive or negative. Obviously, you guys have had great pitching from Miner and Lynn throughout the season. And, and uh, you know, Lynn's got uh, Miner's got the rest of this year and another year, and Lynn's got another year after that. So you don't have to trade either one of those guys. Uh, and, and maybe they, they both stay even beyond that as, as Texas Rangers. But that said... Uh, is the marketplace looking at them similarly in terms of value, considering that uh, Lynn has that extra year of control, assuming that you're getting calls on both guys? Not that you, you're trying to trade either one, but assuming you're getting calls on both guys, is the marketplace looking at them similarly? Uh, I'd rather not say, honestly, just as far as how um, how clubs are, are valuing our guys. I mean, I'd say how we value them, and, and that's both at, at a very high level. Um you know, not looking to really not like pushing it to trade either guy. I think if, if just given kind of the way that these things typically work, I think it's more likely that uh, teams pursue somebody that, you know, with, with 
kind of a shorter term um, deal than they do longer term deal. And that, you know, probably I would expect it to play out that way, but um, you no, know, these are tough calls and, and, you know, talk to the players about it, talk with our staff about it. You've got guys that are performing at a high level that are, that are filling a need that we need now and we're going to need going forward. Uh, you know, we need more pitching, not less ultimately. And so to consider, you know, trading somebody off our staff that's been so productive and, and you know, uh, people forget like that, you know, we're, we're pitching, our guys pitch in one of the toughest, not just ballparks, but toughest divisions. I mean, you face um, some of the you know best hitters in the game on a nightly basis. So, um, you know, if, if, if we ultimately get to a place where we're going to consider moving any of our, you know, big league pitchers, it's, it's going to be because it, it clearly makes sense to do so. And I think the return will, will speak for itself. John, if I had asked the question instead of Ben, would you have been more amenable to giving us more details <laughs> on that question? It's a good question. Very much so. Yes. Okay. I'm going to make a note, and we'll circle back on yep. Monday. Yep. Hey, John, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. We know seven-game losing streaks aren't fun to come talk about this stuff, but you've always been great and open with us. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week, man. All right, guys. Anytime. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.